All right, it's Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. We got one week before the June 28th primary, and uh, Democrats and Republicans, they're going to be heading to the polls if they haven't already for early voting. Uh, and it's going to be an interesting day come Tuesday, so uh, we'll keep you posted on all of that. But joining us in studio is a candidate for the 95th House District. He is looking to take on uh, State Representative Tim Butler for that district. He's Kent Gray joining us. Kent, thanks for taking time with us. How are you doing? Thanks for having me back. Great to be here this morning. The roosters were crowing outside at the neighbor's house <laughs> when I pulled up. Uh, it's pretty fun to watch them in the morning sometimes uh, and uh, all of the, the goofy things that uh, chickens can do. Yes. Uh, but, uh, no, I appreciate that, too. It's it's nice to get out in the morning and walk to the radio station and see those uh, those chickens and roosters do their thing. So uh, let's get into it, uh, Kent. Uh, you know, you, you um, of course, are uh, looking to take on an incumbent. Uh, mm-hmm. Tim Butler, he's in leadership uh, in the Illinois House. Uh, what's uh, what's your chief criticism against him? Well, the main reason that I got into this race is uh, is the issue of taxes, and uh, it really kind of frosted me that he voted uh, to double the Illinois gas tax uh, and diesel tax, uh, and then have it go up five percent every single year forever. And then, as I got farther into it and started talking to other folks that are in the legislature and around the Republican Party. You know, there's this whole kind of smaller establishment crew in the Illinois legislature that keeps voting for Democrats' plans to raise your taxes. Now, just in the last five or six years, the local Republicans around here have voted to increase our income taxes by 32 percent. And then Representative Butler supported that person who did made the deciding vote and then went on to vote for an increase in the online sales tax of 44 percent, doubling the gas tax. Uh, adding a parking tax so that if you pay to park your car, you get charged uh, to park it. Uh, Representative Tim Butler, if you drive a car, um, he's going to tax you when it moves, and he's going to tax you as soon as you stop. So these are obviously some things that uh, at that time were heavily debated, and as you said, um, it kind of split the Republican Party uh, to a degree, with uh, some Republicans in both the House and Senate voting with Democrats to increase the gas tax, doubling it with that uh, uh, tag of uh, annual inflation uh, every uh, every year to increase the gas tax. Uh, but the comments were, you know, we need to we need to maintain roads. Um, how are we going to be maintaining roads without the doubling of that gas tax? Well, of course, we do have an overall state budget that we've used for years to uh, to improve roads. And while you can't use road money to do things for state government, you can use state government money to improve roads. And I think the, the clearest indicator to this is if you look around Illinois, are our roads really that great? Is there a reason why we have the second highest gas tax in the United States to have this level of roads? Because when I drive around to other states that don't have this level of gas taxes, um, they have in general – better roads than we do. Again, we're talking with Kent Gray. He is a candidate that's taking on uh, State Representative Tim Butler in the Republican primary. And uh, we'll, of course, see what happens in a week. Um, so when it comes to state policy, of course, taxation is one of those things. And you've touched on that here. Uh, everything from the the doubling of the gas tax to uh, the trailer tax fee. That mm-hmm. apparently there's a Scribner's error in that. Um, but uh, you've got uh, the incumbent uh, talking about that in his political ads. What else do you think is important that uh, voters need to know about your positions and what you would bring to the state house if you were to get elected. Well, of course, I ran Donald Trump's campaign in 2015 and 16 here in Illinois and in Missouri was on his early uh, senior staff. So I am pro-Trump, pro-life, pro-gun, 
anti-tax. I served 18 years as an elected uh, member of the Lincoln Land Community College uh, Board of Trustees, and I spent every year of that doing my very best to make sure that we kept taxes as low as possible and tuition as low as possible. Now, that doesn't mean you know, never increasing anything. I'm not trying to suffocate government, um, but we can be efficient, we can be effective, but we can't have politicians that are doubling taxes from time to time uh, because we'll never get out of the hole that we're in. We've hollowed out Illinois and sent far too many of our friends and family to other states for greener pastures. And all of us know people that are gone. My opponent, and I've known Tim for 30 years, my opponent said something the other day on a forum that we did, I think, with Southern Illinois University, that every single one of his siblings has moved out of Illinois. Well, that's kind of an indicator that something's wrong. Kent, uh, there's a ton of other issues from economics to how government's being run, um, but also the issue of uh, bipartisanship. You know, we started talking about uh, the the doubling of the gas tax with Republicans joining Democrats and voting for that back in 2019 as part of a large, uh, you know, rebuild Illinois (coughs) capital program. Um, but how would you work with Democrats uh, if they maintain the the majority and you were able to get in there as a Republican? Well, and they most likely will remain in the majority. Uh, I mean, there's a chance that we can make some progress against it, but we've really whittled down uh, for a long for a long stretch now. Um, but we don't have to be the votes that help them do these uh, silly ideas. Uh, there are a number of core principles of the Republican Party, uh, low taxation being one of them, where we don't have to give the Democrats 20 Republican votes so that 20 Democrats don't have to vote on a tax increase and then run in a year or two and talk about how they're tax-cutting Democrats. No, they're not. We get, um, we get scammed on too many of these deals. Uh, for very small amounts of of uh, trading, you know, maybe somebody gets a bridge in their district, or they get an overlay on some road, or something like that. But they've just raised the gas tax uh, a billion and a quarter every single year, and it's going up forever. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I understand that there are things that need to be done, but there are plenty of Democrats around to vote for tax increases. We don't need Republicans that do it. Kent Gray joins us, a Republican vying to get the party's nomination for the 95th Illinois State House District. Tim Butler is the incumbent there, so there is a primary for that particular race. Uh, and uh, we've heard kind of a theme here of uh, other candidates in other uh, uh, seats at the State House uh, challenging incumbent Republicans because those incumbent Republicans voted for, uh, for instance, doubling the, uh, the state's gas tax. Uh, so we will be talking with State Representative Tim Butler uh, tomorrow to get his reaction to this. Uh, but Kent, uh, something, of course, you know, it's it's politics. It's it, we try not to get personal, but sometimes things do get personal. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Uh, and uh, some may raise your past uh, sure. and, and, you know, uh, uh, somewhat maybe characterized as a messy divorce, uh, your your law license. It, talk about some of those things and how people may be hearing this. People may be seeing mailers. They may be hearing the rumor mill about uh, you allegedly practicing law without a license, or uh, how, how would you address that particular issue? Well, the practicing law without a license is a pretty a mild and easily explained issue, is that I had every year as a lawyer, we have to register and pay uh, like $385 to be a lawyer. And so in my case, uh, there was a year where uh, I didn't pay it until April, uh, not understanding that there was a problem with that. And in reality, it was a few weeks that basically I wasn't uh, signed up, but I was ultimately registered for that entire year and paid for it. Imagine your license plate being expired and then you go, oh, I got to 
I got to pay that. You go in and pay it. Well, if you get caught driving while you have the license expired, it's a problem. Well, that's that's the story there. Is it that big a story? I don't think so. Yeah, it was a messy divorce. I mean, I don't um, I don't hide that fact, and I think everybody that knows me knows it was a messy divorce. But it was nine years ago, and I'm I'm working through <clears throat> all the issues uh, that that come about that. And so, you know, you've probably, if you're in the Republican primary uh, voter list, you probably got text messages over the weekend, anonymous text messages, which are illegal under federal and state law from uh, someone uh, talking about the nastiest things they can say about me in politics. Unfortunately, it was the same phone number that Tim Butler's campaign used to send other campaign stuff. So we figured out pretty quickly that uh, it's probably from the same campaign account. They just didn't put the paid for on it. And uh, and so I've caught them in essentially what's libel. They made up a, a figure on that, and it's not anywhere near truthful. Uh, and so, you know, we're going to see how that plays out. It won't play out probably this week, but over the next uh, several months, uh, it's going to be a legal issue. And I told them early on, I said, if you want to hit me on the things that are truthful, that's fine. I have my own problems. You can hit me on a few things, but at least be factual about it. And the first thing they decided to do was to go anonymous and to lie about it. So, We're Talking with Kent Gray, he is challenging uh, State Representative Tim Butler in the Republican primary for the 95th State House District. And uh, final uh, you know, week here before the election. Uh, so you've got a lot of signs out there. Uh, what are you hearing from voters? Are you uh, making the rounds to various uh, you know, Republican circles? And yeah. what's, uh, what's the reception been like? Well, it's, been, it's an exciting week. So I got endorsed by uh, Darren Bailey uh, this week, who's running for governor here in Illinois. Um, he feels that I'm the strongest candidate uh, to go to the legislature here in Springfield. Uh, of course, we've got President Trump coming in on Saturday over in Quincy. Uh, really excited about that. I'm going to be over there with my family and uh, and get a chance to spend some time with him and a lot of staff that I worked with when I worked in the Trump White House and even the Bush White House uh, are coming in to do that event. So it's going to be an exciting week. I go to all the Republican events that I can make. Uh, talk to all the Republicans. Of course, I grew up here and was born and raised here, so I know most everybody in the Republican Party. And, uh, you know, I'm a proud recipient of the Republican of the Year Award. I'm the youngest recipient ever of that award from the Sangamon County Republicans. Unfortunately, the establishment that runs that kind of changed direction and that's why I'm running this year. So here we are. Well, and and to that issue, what do you what do you think is the the future? Uh, if you've got what you're saying are you know establishment Republicans siding too often with Democrats for deals that don't really you know benefit the the community uh, at least for the Republicans, how how do we if you don't get into office here, how do you uh, combat against that uh, perception of this establishment Republican uh, party essentially directing things rather than it coming from the grassroots? Well, we're you know if you're following the Republican Party right now, you realize that that we have we have kind of a a division between the never Trump forces that that can't stand President Donald Trump and the folks that kind of support him, which are kind of an outgrowth of the Tea Party from 10 or 12 years ago. Um, I align with that side of uh, uh, of the Republican Party that feels that we need to get back to core principles. And of course, I work for President Trump. I'm a big supporter of his, hoping to get his support this weekend uh, on Saturday at the rally. And um, I mean, we're we are in a fight for who controls the Republican Party. And uh, this is my race against Representative Butler is one skirmish in that larger uh, fight. But we've got to keep doing it because the Republican Party cannot be the Democratic Party light. And that's what the establishment Republicans and certainly in this county seem to want to do.
Again, Kent Gray, he is a Republican taking on Tim Butler in the Illinois primary. June 28th, you've got one week early voting going on for a handful of more days as we head towards next Tuesday. Uh, so we're going to hear a lot more about this and other races all week long. Kent, thank you so much for taking time with us today. Thanks, Greg. Have a great day. You too. It is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's